Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm excited to be here. So uh, we've got a lot going on. Obviously, you know, we see the corruption from the Biden crime family. We see all the stuff that's going. Seems to be a new push to try and revitalize the whole COVID narrative. And uh, you see what they can do to move back into some of that nonsense. Although uh, I think I got to kind of wish them good luck on that. Um, Today, though, we're going to do something I don't do all that often. We got a guest. I'm very, very excited about my guest. Uh, so my guest is someone who's become a friend to me. His name is Dr. John Witcher. And uh, John is uh, you know, not only a doctor, but he's also running for governor of Mississippi. And we got an election coming up. And I wanted to bring John on so that he could talk a little bit about what's going on with this and you know, introduce himself on kind of a broader scale to, to people not just in Mississippi, but around the country. And uh, John is one of the people who stood strong and did right during COVID. Uh, he's now pushing and, and trying to do things. Good man, God, family, country guy, and I'm honored to know him. So I'm going to bring John on right now. And uh, without further ado, uh, Dr. John Witcher, how are you doing this morning, sir? Doing good, Tom. Doing real good. We're just running hard. You know, we just got a couple days left. August the 8th is the election day. So we're, we're all over the state and running hard. But now this Friday night, we'll be in Montgomery, Alabama. My wife and I and our team, we will be there to watch Trump speak in Montgomery, Alabama. So we're excited about that. Yeah, well, that that's wonderful. Uh, the Donald will be over there, and uh, as I as I uh, as I recall, you're uh, you're quite the fan of the Donald. You've been a pretty big supporter of his. Well, I am. You know, Tommy. You know, it's uh, you know when he when he came down those golden escalators. You know, I, I think like me, like many other folks. You know, I'm a very conservative person. Grew up with Ronald Reagan, and uh, you know, back in those days, I, I believe uh, we had a great America. And so, uh, you know, I was excited about making America great again. And I, you know, uh, but the, the one reason I, I, you know, we're all imperfect, including Donald Trump. But the, the one reason I voted for him in the beginning was, number one, he could beat Hillary Clinton. It, you know, it, it was going to take a, a hard battle. And I knew he was the only one that probably could do that. Number two, he would get us conservative Supreme Court justices. And we can see we have three of those, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and uh, Barrett. And so things like Roe versus Wade that was overturned right here in Mississippi probably wouldn't have been overturned without Donald J. Trump. So, so yeah, I, I stand with him, continue to stand with him. And listen, we're in a third world banana republic at this point. When you have crooked Joe Biden, a so-called sitting president, uh, can go after his top opponent and try to imprison him. This is a third world country. And Mississippians, you know, we're a conservative group and, and we're standing for Donald J. Trump and we're upset. You know, we're, we're going to, uh, you know, we just can't believe what's happening. Well, and that's, that's good to hear you say, and I agree with you on pretty everything you said. One of the things that I think was really important, I don't want to overlook is, uh, you know, and for everybody that doesn't know, so John's a, a good, you see the cross on his lapel. John's a good Christian man. He's a God family country guy. And uh, that pro-life statement you just made, you know, the Roe v. Wade thing, uh, that's a real big deal to you and to me. I mean, we're both we're both pretty rabid pro-life people. What do you think about that whole thing? 
Well, I mean, I, I think we probably wouldn't have get, gotten uh, uh, that passed, uh, except for the Supreme Court justices there. And, and other things, you know, we see uh, just recently, we see where, uh, you know, we've had some good overturns with the uh, uh, religious freedom uh, for business owners. This probably wouldn't have passed without Trump. Uh, we have some, uh, what, some gun carry stuff that, that was passed. So, you know, we, we're just, uh, you know, we're in the fight here. You know, many Mississippians, our current governor, Tate Reeves, uh, you know, he, he's he's a rhino. We call him Reeves the rhino. Uh, other people, I mean, there's all sorts of names people have for him, but he's, he's not strong. He's not a strong governor. Uh, many Mississippians are very upset because he took the uh, flag away from Mississippi. He, he said it when he was running that he would never do that. You know, that's been a controversial issue all of my life here in Mississippi. But, uh, you know, people wanted to vote, whether to take the flag, whether to change the flag or keep it. And he just didn't let them vote. And so uh, they're upset. So many people are going to go to the polls just to vote against Tate Reeves. And so um, so very likely I could win this outright. If not outright, then we'll, we'll go into a runoff. You have to have over 50 percent of the vote to win. And, uh, you know, Tate Reeves, he, he had to go on a runoff last time. He, he's, he's, he's never been that popular. Uh, and so certainly with the whole COVID debacle, you know, nobody knew what was going on when it first came. Uh, you know, I was treating COVID patients from day one. I was the medical director of a little rural hospital. Um, but quickly we, we figured out that, you know, Fauci was a liar, uh, that he was, uh, you know, pretty much uh, running a, a uh, a con show, you know, you could start with the, uh, you know, locking down our closing our businesses, churches, schools, then masking up everyone, uh, isolation. It was all about shutting our economy down. Uh, and then it was also about still in the 2020 presidential election. You know, many Mississippians feel that way, including myself. And so, um, so Tate Reeves, our current governor, he won't even say Trump. It won't. He, you know, none of these deep state rhinos here in Mississippi. And by the way, we, you know, you would think we're a red state, but uh, you know, if you look at our voting record, we're, we're really uh, more of a purple state. We have a lot of deep state rhinos right here in Mississippi, and Tate Reeves being one of them. And he's not. He, he won't even say Trump. Okay, here Trump needs uh, supporters. I mean, Trump endorsed uh, Tate Reeves at the very end of the campaign. Now, Last time, that's probably the only reason he, he beat the Democrat here in Mississippi. He only beat him by 5%. And so, but now Trump needs his support and he won't even say his name. So, like I said, we're going to stand with Trump. Uh, we believe that if the economy can be overturned and get back to what way it was, Trump can do it. You know, our interest rates have doubled. Gas prices have doubled. It's hard for many people to buy groceries. Um, our 401ks are dropping. And we just believe that if anybody can turn our economy around, Trump can. But furthermore, what's on many people's minds is safety, not only on a local level, but nationally. They feel like we could be in World War III any day. They want, yeah. they want the borders closed down. They want to get out of the Ukraine war. Trump says he'll do it in 24 hours. Well, and I don't think there's any question that Trump's going to be the guy for that. And I think that's a, a great thing. And, uh, you know, you and I have talked and, and I want everybody listening to understand. So, you know, before I, John came on, John and I have known each other for a bit. We've spent a fair bit of time. We've had quite a few hours of conversation off record. And, uh, you know, before I bring John on to talk about this stuff, yeah, I, I'll tell you, I trust John. I believe John's word on all this stuff. I've met his wife. Uh, he's just a, he's a good man on this. And, uh, yeah, he's very much like 
like you and I, right? He's like all of us. He's just out there trying to do his best. Now, John did, a, and I'm going to speak for you, John, but John did a great job. John was in Mississippi, like I've been, like Peter McCullough's been. He's been. He was out there fighting for the COVID freedom. He's fighting for truth. He's fighting for you know the right stuff. He identified the issues. Uh, he's one of the guys that has stood up and done right by this stuff. So I'm grateful for that. And I love that you're talking about the rhino aspect of things, because this is one thing that I do not, uh, you spend about five minutes with Dr. John Witcher and you're going to understand you're not looking at a guy who's afraid to speak his mind or to uh, take a stand on things. But, you know, we talk about a lot of these national issues. You know, one of the things that I think is really important though, you know, run for governor of Mississippi down there, uh, you know, you've got the opportunity as a governor to really do some big things. You know, DeSantis, you know, he's lost favor in a lot of the eyes of a lot of conservatives lately. Um, not all. Some people love him. And, you know, I think he did a great job on Florida. But that's actually my point. DeSantis did some really great things as a governor. And, uh, you know, if you get in there, you can take some strong actions as a governor for Mississippi that can have a huge national impact because you're not afraid. I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on that, some of the things that you'd like to fight for in Mississippi. Yeah, well, yeah, Tom, thank you. So, you know, we've been excited about Ron DeSantis and what he's been doing in Florida. There's no doubt about it. He's made uh, Florida the free state of Florida for a reason. You know, he brought in Dr. Joseph Latipo to be a Surgeon General early on. I like Joe. Yeah, Joe's a great guy. He's a common-sense doctor. I mean, he's got an impeccable history, Harvard trained, but but he's got common sense. And, uh, you know, he came in and he helped Ron lead uh, Florida and put their foot down against these federal mandates. You know, the, all these the mask mandates, the, the whole works, uh, you know, the shots. Uh, they, they were, you know, basically just wanted to, you know, say, hey, listen, we don't know about these shots. There's risk involved. And that's all we were trying to do as a group of doctors, some of us doctors in Mississippi, but we, we could talk about that later. But uh, we got shut down and silenced. But, uh, but you know, uh, Joe Latipo, he stood up. And, uh, you know, so we, we, we appreciate that. I, I, you know, one thing they're doing is if, if you die after getting a COVID shot in Florida, you get an autopsy. And so we certainly want that in Mississippi as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but, but as far as Ron being president, you know, I, I was looking at that, but, uh, but you know, it's, he's, uh, he needs to wait his turn. He needs to stay in Florida and be the governor. I mean, what we really need strong governors to, to support uh, our Republican nominee for president, which is going to be Donald J. Trump. You know, we don't know what's coming down the road. I mean, it, we know that it's, it, it's not going to be easy road come next year. We know what they did in 2020. You know what they're planning. I mean, they're, they're trying to put Trump in jail for one thing, but uh, other things, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough, who's a gentleman, I, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough, we brought to Mississippi early on in 21. He's a guy that we've been following. He, he's, uh, he helps us. He's on our advisory board and uh, he's going to be my surgeon general. If I, I become governor of Mississippi, we, we're going to set up a, a, uh, a blue ribbon committee and he'll be there helping lead with others. I hope you can be there as a lawyer you know, because we need doctors, scientists, uh, nurses, lawyers, and we're going to, we, we have lots of patients in Mississippi that, um, that have been disabled and injured from these COVID shots. And also many that were, uh, died unnecessarily locked down in hospitals and, uh, nursing homes. 
that didn't have to die if they would have been given the correct treatment. The treatment that Donald J. Trump talked about early on, hydroxychloroquine, for example. As soon as he talked about that, remember Neil Cavoto and all the guys? Oh, yeah. He went out and screamed, you know, it'll kill you, it'll kill you. But that's not true. Hydroxychloroquine is a very safe medication. So, so yeah, we... Um, well, you know, you know, and I, I want to stop you because you know better than anybody as a doctor, the whole hydroxychloroquine will kill you thing came from a fraudulent study that was sponsored where they OD'd the patients on hydroxychloroquine on a massive level. Those doctors faced criminal charges after that study uh, because they actually, so for everybody listening, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this, but I'll remind you, Donald Trump was pushing HCQ, hydroxychloroquine right? Yeah. He's pushing this hard. And it was, it's a very effective treatment for COVID. And uh, they needed to discredit it for two reasons. First of all, they wanted to discredit the Donald. And second of all, they wanted to make sure that there was no viable alternative treatment because under the law, if there's a viable alternative treatment, they couldn't have pushed these vaccines. So they needed to discredit. So they went out and they paid for a fraudulent study to be done. The study was so bad, it's since been pulled. And actually, uh, they, there was a criminal investigation into some of the doctors because they poisoned people by ODing them on HEQ at such an extensive level. So this was, that's how bad it was. And, uh, you know, you'd said earlier, and this is really an important point, and I don't want people to miss this. COVID was in large part responsible for the 2020 election. You can't have mail-in ballots. You can't have all the election law changes that occur without COVID. And those election law changes are the reason we're sitting here with the Joe Biden presidency. Uh, John, what do you think about all that? I agree 100%. You know, the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, well, I mean, you can go back to the very beginning. Uh, Trump called it, he said it was the China virus. And, uh, and it was, it, it, you know, it came out of the Wuhan lab. It didn't come from a wet market. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, our own uh, Dr. Fauci and gain-of-function research and, and many uh, folks here in the United States, including probably our Department of Defense, it looks like, were part of uh, uh, generating this uh, bioweapon. Uh, of course, they would say they were doing it all in the research efforts, and then it, it was shipped over to the Wuhan lab probably in 2014 through the Obama administration. And, uh, you know, was it let out purposefully? I don't know, but you know, you, you can go back and see where Dr. Fauci said there was going to be a pandemic in Trump's administration. So, you know, I yep. think, uh, you know, it's very likely. And so Trump called it right. And, uh, you know, from day one, they've been trying to cover this stuff up. But, uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, when you have a total close, uh, you know, you shut down whole, all society and you, you start doing melon uh, ballots and ballot harvesting, no doubt about it. I think that we all know there was cheating. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Everybody knows there was there was cheating involved in the 2020 presidential election. Yep. Well, and you're gonna you're gonna take some steps, I'd presume, in Mississippi to make sure that elections are fair and clean if you're uh, if you make it into the the governor's seat. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We have lots of people throughout Mississippi that that feel just as I do that the presidential election 2020 was stolen. Uh, you know, we're canvassing the state. And uh, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, there is no cheating. I mean, we, we have, uh, we don't have Dominion machines here, but we do have tabulators. And these tabulators, you know, people, many of the election commissioners 
are, are the ones that are really responsible for for yeah. uh, you know get making sure things get done but you know you these these tabulators do have flash drives that you put in they in and out of them they say well they're not connected to the internet but yeah but they have flash drives Any, anytime you can put a flash drive in yep. you can change whatever you want you know i mean it's uh so you well, know we're going to be watching closely well the thing about it is is that ultimately and we got a break in about a minute here so uh you know the thing about this is is that ultimately the the way you take care of this is paper ballots that are hand counted I mean, this isn't complicated and certain things like that could be done that would fix this. And the, when we talk about cheating, you know, I can't prove the Dominion machines did it. What I can say, though, is that there was absolutely a ton of evidence of election fraud and issues. And whether it's ballot harvesters, fraudulent ballots, you know, inflated voter rolls, whatever the reason is. But those are all things that that we can work on and, uh, you know, that that can be handled pretty clearly and and uh you know i know you're interested in doing that is that correct oh absolutely yeah well i appreciate that so so john you you can stick with us after the break i hope and uh, we talk a little bit more i'd love to get more into what you want to do in mississippi and uh so everybody stick with us we'll be right back For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And uh, I'm just bringing right back right away. Uh, we got my friend, Dr. John Witcher, uh, a future governor of Mississippi. And uh, remember, August 8th, so August 8th is the election, special election, and you got to get out and vote, folks. Uh, yeah, everybody says to me all the time, all the time, all the time, uh, hey, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. No, you can't. August 8th is a special election. Get out there and vote. If you're in Mississippi, get out and vote. Uh, 
Uh, that's what you got. And right now, you need to share what we're doing. You got to share what we're talking about today. Let people know, especially if you're in Mississippi, hashtag Mississippi, right? Get it out there. Let people know. Remind them. August 8th is a big day. That's when you vote. Uh, get out there and support, support John. The thing is, is you guys, you know, you got a rhino down there. You need someone who's going to man up, support Donald Trump, who's going to support uh, medical freedom, support, you know, the economy, support uh, all the, the things that we need, election reform. And you've got a guy running who will do that. But it isn't going to happen if you don't do anything. And don't give me the whole, well, there's election fraud, I can't do anything. That's nonsense. That's garbage. Uh, if you don't do everything you can do, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. And everything you do, it can do includes sharing, voting, and getting more people. You can overwhelm the polls. You know, even if there is cheating, you can't, you know, you can't just throw in the towel. You got to fight twice as hard and earn it. And, you know, if you get John in there, uh, we just in the last segment talked about, you know, he's going to work on cleaning up elections, making sure they're good, making sure we're doing right. It's a big deal, folks. You got to get out. You got to vote. John, what's the deal with the hat? I like it. Trump 2020. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this is my Trump 2020 hat. So, uh, we, what we did, my wife and I, we got on an airplane and we flew to January 6th. And, uh, you know, so we you were, were in DC. We were in DC. You and, were, were you were you rioting and trying to take over the country, or were you well, leveraging your we free were, speech we, rights to to speak yeah, out on? We were amongst the, uh, you know, we were right there in front of Trump on the road there between Trump and the and the Washington Monument, and it was a beautiful scene. We were, you know, people all around us, mostly uh, older middle-aged folks like us, very peaceful, a lot of flag waving, singing, praying, and uh, just having a great time. Of course, it was freezing cold. And, uh, and, the, and the, the mayor of D.C. decided she was just going to shut down the, the town. So there was absolutely no bathrooms anywhere. I mean, they you know, we were going to go to the Bible Museum and some of the museums while we were there. Everything was shut down. And so uh, we, we got there early in the morning, probably, I don't know, I think it was 8 o'clock or so. Stood there, freezing, had to go to use the bathroom, couldn't go. And Trump, of course, came out and spoke. And uh, wrapped it up. I don't know. It was, it was a little late. He came out a little late and spoke a little long. It was probably two-ish or so. Can't remember the exact time. But And then we just started going towards the Capitol like everybody else, you know, peacefully going down the way. And um, and we had to go use the restroom. So we peeled off to go to our hotel room, which was not far from the Capitol building, but just to the north. And as we turned, I, I never saw any signs of anything until we turned. And then a police car pulled up. Uh, the men jumped out, got on their SWAT gear, and started running towards the uh, Capitol. And at that point, you know, I kind of said, well, what's up with that? So we got to our hotel room, turned on the TV, and saw what was going on. Uh, of course, uh, you know, it was a setup. And, yep. uh, you know, it was, I think, one of the most memorable thing I, I remember is, uh, I guess it was on TV, I was watching, probably on a podcast or video or something, I was seeing where, where uh, Alex Jones was screaming, you know, from, he was up on the platform with the, with the uh, microphone, he was screaming, get back, get back, it's a setup. And that's, he was exactly right, that's what it was. And so, um, but yeah, we were there in support of Donald J. Trump because we believe the uh, you know election of 2020 was stolen. Well, like John, many, many Americans. John, I wanna stop you because 
you know, I haven't heard that part of the story. And I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't, and I've done a lot of work and in investigating around in and around J6. And I'm convinced uh, this was absolutely a setup. I'm convinced it was absolutely instigated by FBI uh, and Capitol Police. I'm also uh, of the belief, maybe not quite convinced, but of the belief that both Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi were aware of what was going to happen. And uh, I think the whole thing was corrupt and a fraud to, to hit Donald Trump. Now, I yeah. think what you just said was critical. Now, I didn't know of all people on the planet, why is this not a headline? Alex Jones standing up there, get back, don't do it, don't do it. Alex Jones, you know, the guy that the media likes to crucify as a conspiracy, he was up there yelling, telling people, don't do this, don't do this. And no one has ever reported that to my knowledge. I have never heard. I'm, I mean, I'm friends with Alex. I think he's a great guy. Oh, uh, really? But, no one's ever told you that? No. Well, I've I'm never heard sure that. I, it. I, I guess I could have dreamt it, but I, I'm almost positive I saw it somewhere. Yeah. No, well, I, I just hadn't seen it. I mean, listen, there's so much out there. You can miss things. But, yeah, yeah well, I, and so and this is the other thing. You know, I've talked a lot. J6 is a big deal to me. I mean, it's a very big deal. But, you know, I love, you know, I want people to hear. So you got a doctor here, Christ follower, good man. He's there supporting Donald Trump there for free speech. I got to be honest with you, John. Nothing about you strikes me as a, uh, a riding crazy. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, to hear the story, and this is what we hear from everybody that was there, praying. Yeah. Faith, singing, you know, God stuff, listening to Trump, just people exercising their their freedom and yeah. leveraging. January 6th was was actually something that was a beautiful thing until the insurrection that occurred. And it was an insurrection, but it wasn't an insurrection by Trump or Trump's people. It was an insurrection by the FBI and the deep state against Donald Trump. No question in my mind about it. I can thank you for bringing that up, John. I really I appreciate that. And I hope people listen. If you want another reason to vote for John, yeah, I this is, I mean, he was there. The guys, the, what, what do you need, folks? What do you need? Yeah, and this is the question, and this is what we face. But I'm guessing, John, uh, I'm guessing that the mainstream media in Mississippi is not exactly being helpful for you. Oh no, no, they're they're uh, saying out putting out hit pieces, etc. <clears throat> you know they don't. Uh, yeah, they they are very. The media here is like most places, fake news media, very liberal. They're all about some, uh, not telling the truth, falsifying information, and um, and yeah, they certainly aren't Trump supporters. So yeah, and many of our our unfortunately most of our Republicans, I, you know, I don't know anybody else. Uh, in, our, in the we have thousands of people running for office, that, you know, all the way from the uh, county um, supervisors to the governor, and uh, not too many people are talking about Trump. I'm the only one that's been going around wearing this hat, you know, and just you know, part of my part of my uh, stump speech is, you know, I usually put this hat on about halfway through and say, let's just cut to the chase. And uh, yeah. every time I do that, I get a roaring uh, people of hand clapping. People love Trump. They know what's happening. You know, they're not happy. And, uh, you know, there's likely going to be another, uh, you know, January 6th. If, if it will be, if, if they try to, I guess Trump's going to go to Washington, D.C., right, to be heard and tried. Is that correct? I'm not a lawyer. You, 
Is that well, that's what we're hearing. I mean, we'll see. I think personally, I think that that, uh, you know, my legal opinion is that that judge is, is not suited to, to handle that case. I think she should be recused or recuse herself from that. But for a number of reasons, uh, you know, especially, uh, you know, some of, some of her history. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, you're right. You're right. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I, I fear for our country. All I want is, you know, peaceful governance and freedom. But, you know, I fear what these guys are trying to do. The people are not going to stand for them persecuting Donald Trump. I mean, listen, they're forcing us into a position where if you don't support Trump, you are supporting tyranny. You know, because the thing is, is what they're doing to Trump is so tyrannical that I don't see a mechanism by which you cannot support him. I mean, they're, they're forcing people into a position where, you know, even if you, yeah, I like Bobby Kennedy. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a brilliant guy. But at this point, the, the fraudulent charges against Donald Trump's so attacks on free speech, you know, if we allow these things to win, I don't see how our country can move forward. I just don't. I, I we, someone's got to make a stand and say that this is unacceptable. You know, I, I, it's just we got to have someone who's going to take a stand on that. I think Bobby would take a stand for sure. Bobby's a good guy, but uh, at the end of the day, the media and the left are forcing anyone who loves freedom to into a position where, and I'm, I mean, I'm happy to support Trump, but they they're forcing a lot of moderates to have no choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's what they're doing. The government is totally weaponized against conservatives. And yeah. no doubt about it. I mean, the, you know, we're, we're in a 1776 moment. Yes, we are. You know, uh, we were under total tyranny from Britain. They were, you know, coming in on to people's houses, robbing, looting, squatting, whatever. Yep. Uh, people had no free speech, no, no, uh, no freedom of anything. And so uh, I believe that's where we're at today. You know, yeah. I mean, where people are, are do not feel like they can speak freely. I mean, they're being canceled everywhere. Internet, they lose their jobs. If they don't, you know, line up, uh, take a shot, then, you know, that's a big deal. Here in Mississippi, a lot of people lost their jobs over, over these shots. And here our governor is. He's asking for his job back for the next four years. What about all these Mississippians that lost their jobs? Yeah. And, uh, and, th and that's in all areas, not just health care, but many military folks lost their jobs. I, I talked with one gentleman just the other day. He's been put on leave from the military. He, he was in the military, I think, 20, 30 years, he said. He wouldn't take the shot, so they put him on leave, unpaid yep. leave. And now they're saying they'll bring him back, but they want to demote him and, and give him a job that, that is way beneath him. But uh, So these are the kind of things people, you know, people are upset here in Mississippi. They, they, uh, they want a governor that's going to stand firm a constitutional government governor just like we want constitutional sheriffs we want constitutional governors that when push comes to shove and it likely will next year for sure yep. and uh, they want a governor that will stand strong on the 10th amendment and that will push back against any federal mandates that come down there well, I think it's, uh, you know, like I said, I'll speak for myself. So, I, you know, I've got the honor of being part of a lot of unity work and, you know, working, trying to develop relationships and help rebuild, you know, the black, white, uh, pick your pick your skin color, don't matter. And it's something that's really, like I said, it's dear to my heart. 
And yeah, I mean, slavery is one of the worst. Slavery based on skin color is an evil thing. There's just no question about that. Uh, but again, I think that if you're if you don't remember your history, you're doomed to repeat it. But just as importantly, just as importantly, you know, why would why would the governor decide to pull that historical representation? without asking, why wouldn't there be a referendum on that? Why wouldn't you let the people vote on that? If the people are okay with that, if that's what the people want to do, then do it. If the people don't, you know, if they see it as a historical symbol, then that's the way it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, it don't really matter whether we like it. It's a matter of you've got a, a rhino who cannot sell out quick enough. A guy who said he was going to do something, he didn't, and because he got a little bit of political pressure. And, uh, yeah, to me, that's a horrible thing. I mean, listen, nobody, nobody will ever accept or acknowledge, no sane person should ever accept or acknowledge uh, as color-based slavery as, as an acceptable thing. Slavery is just evil. But to, to forget and to ignore our past, I don't know, to me, it just makes it, it creates a risk of, of repeating it. I, if anything, we should be remembering this stuff extra so that we learn from it. I, I, that's just my, my opinion. But what else, yeah. you, what else you got down in Mississippi? What are your priorities for the people? Well, you know, pr first priority is, is make sure that if anything comes down the line again, like this COVID pandemic, emergency orders were, were shut down, businesses closed, churches closed, school closed. Pe people don't want that at all. And so they want a governor that is going to fight back against that 100%. And that's what I'll do. We're, we're, you know, we, we can stand on the Tenth Amendment. You know, we now we can't succeed from the the nation. That that's something that you know in our in our Mississippi Constitution that we're not like Texas. I think Texas have, has a little more leeway. But in Mississippi, you can't succeed from the United States under any circumstances whatsoever. It makes it very clear in there. So what we can do, I guess we could amend the Constitution. But the other thing we could do is. Uh, based on the 10th amendment we don't we can push back against any federal mandate we can stand on our own two feet and say not here in mississippi so that's the first thing people want uh and and they want uh i'm going to bring in like i said dr peter mccullough as our uh, surgeon general on our blue ribbon blue ribbon committee and we're going to look at the whole uh public health situation we have here in mississippi and uh, you know they're still uh, promoting these COVID shots down to six-month-olds and pregnant women. And uh, so Dr. Peter McCullough and many of these other, Dr. James Thorpe and Brini Moon, and we have lots of doctors uh, right here in Mississippi and all over the nation that will come in. And we'll, we want to hold hearings in our in our Capitol building and, and get to the bottom of these, uh, the safety, the risk of these COVID shots. And then, of course, we want, we want to investigate. We want to investigate who is being injured, disabled, and dying from the from the COVID shots. If anybody has died from a COVID shot, then we want to get, get an autopsy. Or after, if anybody dies after having a COVID shot, we want, want an autopsy to get to the bottom of it. So there's lots of things we want to do. That, that's from the healthcare standpoint. You know, the other thing, Tom, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but the American Medical Association is totally gone radical, totally yeah. gone woke. I mean, they're pushing, of course, people in Mississippi are not happy about the whole LGT movement. Uh, they want, you know, this transgenderism, the stuff that's being pushed on our kids, promoted in the schools, uh, you know, everything from pornography, showing uh, homosexual acts to these children. 
parents want that removed. They don't, you know, most Mississippians are very conservative. We just believe in two sexes down here. We just believe in male and female. And, uh, you know, uh, and Dr. Peter McCullough has done a lot of research on this lately. You know, many of these children that they're saying have uh, uh, transgender dysphobia, many of them are autistic. So it's almost like they're yeah. taking advantage of these children all for money. And so we have a, uh, you know, we, we expose it, our group, Mississippi Against Mandates. They had a sex change clinic, mutilation surgeries and hormone therapies on children right here in the state of Mississippi. So we went after them. We had a doctor wrote a nice letter, Dr. Wesley Granger, stated in there. He's also a, uh, he's an internal medicine doctor, but also a uh, ordained minister. And he wrote in there a letter of why this is, uh, we, we don't stand with this. And he put in there, anyone that offends a child, it's better to have a millstone put around their neck and thrown in the deep. Yeah. He said that to all the politicians. And they did finally uh, uh, sign something that say any doctor that, does any sort of sex change surgeries or hormone therapies on anyone under 18 can will lose their license but we want more we want to stop all these sex change clinics you know we still have one right here in our one state supported medical school umc they, of course they said they dismantled the clinic you know but they didn't fire the the person that's head of it they just kind of moved into another setting so we feel like uh they're going to still do these uh uh, hormone therapies and sex change surgeries on minors kind of under that radar. So we, you know, we're going to stand strong there. So, so education, you know, is a big part, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to stand against the woke agenda. We want to teach our children to love America, to be patriotic, to love God, you know, talk about our history in, in, in a truthful way. And, uh, you know, and we certainly don't want to, um, to be sexualizing our children, taking away their innocence. We want to teach them, not indoctrinate them. Yeah, well, Ed, that's a heck of a platform. And uh, and I'm with you particularly on the the LGBTQ thing. You know, listen, if you, you're you a 40-year-old man, woman, whatever, you decide you want to do something like that, you go through all the therapy, that's one thing. Keep it away from the kids. And why do you got to teach kids about sex? I mean, why does a kindergartner need to know anything about sex whatsoever? I mean, just no reason whatsoever for that. I'm a huge, huge proponent of eliminating that. So I, I appreciate your stance on it. John, I appreciate you spending some yeah, time. Yeah, I just want to end on this. So they want to normalize. You know, the reason uh, they're probably sexualizing our children, they want to normalize pedophilia. And, and, and I hate to go here, uh, I know, but it's just the truth. It the uh, American Medical Association... I mean, it's already in the literature. They're not, they don't want anybody to use the term pedophile. Yep. They want them to use maps, minor attracted persons. Yep. You know, this is the new terminology. And this is the American Medical Association, folks. They yeah. are pushing pedophilia. Pushing it 100%. You're going to normalize it. Yep. Minor yeah. attracted people, not pedophiles, not perverts, not sickos, minor attracted people. They said they're coming for your kids, folks. Telling you, you got. We got to get people like Dr. John Witcher into office. We got to support them. We got to get this going. Uh, now's the time. Where can they follow you? Where can they find you? Witcherforgovernor.com. That's W-I-T-C-H-E-R-F-O-R Governor.com. And you can go there. You you can find. We have a you know all the channels: Facebook channel, uh, YouTube. I guess Twitter is now as X. So we have we have all that. But Rumble. Uh, we don't, you know, we 
we don't get canceled on Rumble. So, you know, everything we do as we crisscross the state, it's videoed, put it on, usually on Facebook Live. And so, um, so yeah, just follow us, donate anything you can, pray for us. Uh, it's August the 8th, Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we want, we need all of God's people to come together and, uh, and stand strong. You know, there, there's no Democrats or, pay, or Republicans anymore. There's basically just patriots, people that love God and country, and traitors. So we're calling on all the patriots, all the good people that love God, love their children, love the country, to pull together and let's uh, you know vote for me, John Witcher, on Tuesday, and uh, we'll 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 make America great again. We'll we'll take America back for God because we know God's the only one that can save America, and uh, we'll start right here in Mississippi in the Bible Belt, and we'll start strong. We're gonna we're gonna just like uh, Ronald Reagan in 1983 made the year of 1983 the year of the Bible in America. We want to do that in Mississippi. The year 2024, we want to make the year of the Bible. And let's let's get back to the basics, the B I B L E, because with that's where we can overcome all this evil that's coming towards us. I gotta tell you, folks, uh, you got you know we got candidates out there like John. The question is, are you going to get your butt up? Are you going to support him? Are you going to hit share? You're going to get the word out. Let people know that he's one of us. He's one of us. If you don't support him, if you don't put this word out, if you don't get out there August 8th, if you're in Mississippi, and if you're not in Mississippi, share. Hashtag Mississippi. We've got to get the word down there. We've got to make sure everybody hears it on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere, because the mainstream ain't going to help you. Support John Witcher. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. With the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news. Liberty and justice for all. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD loud. Okay, welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the Stack of Stuff. Honestly, the Stack of Stuff could be three shows today. There's so much stuff. So, so much stuff. Um, so, anyways, I don't even know where to start here. Uh, so, we're going to start with Alan Dershowitz, and this is important. Jack Smith could face indictment if Trump wins case. So you want to know how bad Jack Smith's case is? And I'm gonna, yeah, I'm sure that uh, that the good professor Dershowitz will have a bit of a stroke about me uh, spinning his words a bit. But let me just tell you, uh, Dershowitz is a brilliant, brilliant legal mind. 
I don't agree with him on his politics all the time. Um, but I, in terms of, of a legal mind, man, the guy's hard to beat. He is, he's one of those guys who is absolutely brilliant. There aren't a whole lot of lawyers that I'd be real concerned about running up against. Uh, Dershowitz would be one of them. He's, a, he's just a brilliant man. But, uh, you know, he talks about this, this Jack Smith corruption. And uh, it's not how he uh, ensconced it. But he talks about this. And he, he points out. Uh, the worst thing about uh, this is a quote. You know, the worst thing about this indictment under the terms of this indictment, Jack Smith can be indicted. Let me explain to you why. The statute says the following. Two or more persons conspire to injure and deny somebody the free exercise and enjoyment of any right privilege secured to him by the Constitution. What if a court ultimately rules that Donald Trump had the right under the First Amendment to make his January 6th speech and to do what he did? Then Jack Smith will have conspired to deny him that right. That's how serious this is. And he's right. This is absolutely a conspiracy to shut down free speech. Jack Smith, as I said, and as I will continue to say, should be probably disbarred. This is completely unethical. And he belongs in jail, in my opinion, uh, not practicing law. This is unbelievable. And uh, while I doubt you'll get Alan Dershowitz to be quite so provocative in statements uh, you know, as to say that, that Smith should be disbarred and thrown in jail, I don't care. I have no problem saying it because uh, this guy is a piece of garbage and uh, he is attacking freedom of speech. With, I mean, listen, Trump believes that this was uh, stolen. He has every right to that opinion. That's the law. And there's no question about that. All right. I'm going to move on to uh, what I think is probably the second. I, that and this are the top two stories of the day. And honestly, on any other day, these would be full segments. This is huge. Uh, this is National Pulse headline. Capitol Police Chief called January 6th events a cover-up in Tucker Carlson hidden interview hidden by Fox News. Fox News hates freedom and hates conservatives and is not a right-wing outlet. They are now a left-wing outlet, and it's just that simple. Uh, former Fox, uh, Capitol Police Chief uh, Stephen Soon told Fox News, then Fox News host Tucker Carlson, in a never-before-published uh, interview, they, they cut this, inter this footage out. They wouldn't show this, right? He told him that uh, in this interview that Nancy Pelosi and Mark Wiley had intelligence to suggest the problems on Capitol Hill and they didn't share it with Sun. Okay? I've been saying this for a while. I think Pelosi conspired with the FBI to facilitate J6. And I honestly, I think Mark, Mitch McConnell knew it too. I do. I think these guys knew what was coming. They knew what was happening. And I think that it was actually intentionally stoked. I think they did it on purpose. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Pence was involved. These guys knew what was happening. This whole thing was a setup. And uh, this is this is unbelievable. Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Sund explains. But when you look at the information and intelligence they had, the military had, it's all watered down. I'm not getting intelligence. I'm denied support from the National Guard in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. They did this on purpose, folks. See, if the National Guard had came in, they would have had to stop all the FBI agents who were facilitating the riot. That's the real problem. 
Quote, it sounds like they're hiding intelligence, Carlson quizzed, to which Sean stunningly responds, there could, could there possibly be actually, they kind of wanted something to happen. It's not a far stretch to begin to think that. It's sad when you start putting everything together and thinking about the way this played out. What was their end goal? Well, I can tell you their end goal. Never Trump. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch McConnell was involved in this, and I wouldn't even be surprised if Mike Pence knew. I would not be one bit surprised. And I'll tell you what, disprove me. Release all evidence and communications from Senate, House, and everyone else with the FBI related to January 6th. Put it all out there. There was an insurrection January 6th, ladies and gentlemen. It was led by Nancy Pelosi, the FBI, and our corrupt deep state. I'm happy to fight that one. Bring it. All right, folks. Very fussy about this. Can you imagine this? We've been hearing J6 forever. We just got a fraud indictment from crooked Jack Smith, who belongs in jail, against Donald Trump over J6. J6 that Nancy Pelosi set up, that the FBI facilitated, and that they tried to lay at the feet of Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump made it 100% clear that he wanted peace. He wanted peaceful, uh, you know, speaking, peaceful protest, peaceful whatever, no, no violence, nothing. I mean, we just heard earlier, and I'd never heard this from John, we just heard that of all people, of all people, InfoWars, right? InfoWars. God forbid, God forbid that we would talk about Alex Jones. Alex Jones is standing up there saying, no, don't do it. It's a setup. It's a setup. Alex Jones knew. He knew. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was up in January 6th trying to tell people, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go in. Don't go further. Alex Jones was right. He knew the FBI and these crooks were setting people up. And I wish people would listen to Alex Jones. Anyways, folks, uh, this corruption is mind-blowing. We need a true investigation. There really was an insurrection. There really was. I would argue that treason was committed. I would argue that there was a coup d'etat in the United States, and that was January 6th, but it wasn't Donald Trump. It was Nancy Pelosi, the FBI, and the deep state. It's time for us to fight back. It's time for us to take a stand. It's time for us to get this evidence Matt Gates is speaking out, doing a great job talking about everything. Uh, we've got a few others. It's time for us to take a stand and get to the bottom of this. And we need a few of our congressional leaders with the courage to do so to take a stand on this. It's time to go, folks. It's go time. All right. Uh, headline. This is funny to me. Rare Foundation, and they're a bunch of crooks, globalist crooks. Um, this is tied in with all sorts of crews. Uh, Swedish trans activist, quote, Koran is a terror book for racist mass murderers who extreme, uh, who exterminate cultures and religions. Okay. Here's what's amazing about this. You have, uh, so the Koran does not tolerate and the Muslim community generally does not tolerate this whole transgender perversion stuff. Okay, they just, you know, there's a lot of countries in the Middle East where if you're gay, they still they still kill you. That just you're gay. They kill you. It's just that simple. Right. 
it's not tolerated. There is no uh, tolerance for that sort of thing within Islam. That's the way that it is. Well, this seems to be an issue for the LGBTQ activists. And so you've got a trans activist out there saying that the Quran's a terror book and going off on the Quran. Uh, and so I'm interested in this, right? So the globalists, what are they going to do? Because the one group that you never, ever talk about is the Muslims, the Islamic people, right? Uh, you don't, we don't talk about Islam. We don't talk about that aspect of Islam. But you've got these trans activists who, who didn't get the memo that, uh, you know, you don't want to cause dissension in the ranks. So what do you do here? What are you going to do? So you've got these angry trans pervert activists who are now speaking out against Islam. Now, I didn't see anywhere in the mainstream where they started bashing the trans activists. I would think this would be a mainstream story because, you know, when we had uh, a few years back when they depicted, they did a cartoon uh, that included uh, Muhammad in it, which is insulting to Islam. You know, there were all sorts of people justifying the shootings and the stuff that occurred from that. But now you've got a trans activist calling out the Quran. I mean, just you talk about xenophobia. I don't see the word xenophobia around here too much. Where is the word xenophobia? Because that's what they called all the conservatives. Don't you remember this, folks? Anybody that didn't love Islam was xenophobic. What about these trannies who are out there pushing this? Where are the xenophobia cries? I love to see the left turn on themselves. Uh, that's exactly what's going on. I mean, that's exactly what's going on here. And, uh, well, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the mainstream, all these stories about xenophobia. So, all right. Moving on. Uh, headline, and this is crucial. Red State. Blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer acquired U.S. stealth technology, Cepheus approval, through relationship with Hunter and Joe Biden. Folks, is that treason? Is it treason to use your influence to peddle military secrets to the other side? I mean, this article actually asks, and it's a, it's a reprint of an old article, uh, and it's in Red State, and I'd never seen this before, but it doesn't surprise me. It's about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and uh, their, their use of Rosemont Seneca to sell U.S. military secrets, essentially, to China. Yeah, that's right, folks. You want to know why China's military has become a real threat, why they went from a third world nowhere to what they are today? Well, because guys like Joe Biden sold them the tech. Hunter Biden made all sorts of money, 10% for the big guy, right? So they sold his influence. According to the story, uh, you know, this is, it's a pretty clear issue. Uh, quote, a significant factor in China's progress comes as a result of, uh, speaking of their air superiority progress, comes as a result of 2015 acquisition of Hennig's Automotive, a Michigan company whose anti-vibration stealth technology is used in F-35 stealth fighter by Aviation Industry Corp of China the state-owned entity that produces fighter jets for the Chinese military. So, reading on, guess whose company parted with AVIC in that acquisition? That's right, Hunter Biden, Devon Archer, and Chris Hines' BHR. 
As a refresher, BHR is a Chinese venture capital firm in which Rosemont Seneca Thornton, the Biden-Hines-Archer-Bulger partnership, owned 30% stake in which majority owned and controlled by the state-owned Bank of China. Hunter Biden still owns 10% through his uh, Scanatilis LLC entity. So Biden's have been selling tech, selling secrets, selling this, selling that to China forever. Is this concerning y'all folks? Does this look like treason to you? Sure does to me. I don't know, folks. Uh, You know, the question is, what are we going to do about this? And hopefully we do something. They're trying to take out Donald Trump uh, because they want to keep China's running our country. China and the World Economic Forum, the two greatest threats to freedom in the world. And they both control Joe Joe Biden. 10% for the big guy. He doesn't care who he's selling out to, whoever the highest bidder is. Folks, need your support. Support this show. Share this show. Share us at TomRens.com. Go to Rens Law. Help us out. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for listening.